I meant to say. When I I make a say. It may be a new year, but it's the same show at the same time and on the same channel. Welcome back to the St. Ambrose University Sports Show on KLA HD2 106.1 FM, Schistel Speaks Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Before jumping into the sports talk, I just wanted to say I hope everyone had a very good holiday season and a very happy new year. It's crazy to think it's already 2023. And for 2023 at St. Ambrose, sports have already kicked off before my fellow students and I even really got back to campus. So let's jump right into the action on this frigid Thursday night in January from Davenport, Iowa. The first sport I will be talking about to kick off the New Year's show is women's basketball at St. Ambrose University. This women's basketball team started out their season very slow, if you remember, in 2022's fall term at St. Ambrose, but this team has definitely bounced back as they now sit with a record of 14 wins and 7 losses overall, and then a conference record of 10 wins and 4 losses. The women's basketball team finds themselves 9-2 at home, 5-4 on the road, and then 0-1 in neutral site games. Before looking at some of the, you know, exact matchups, for St. Ambrose women's basketball, just some quick facts about the team. The Bees only lost once in the month of December for women's basketball. That loss came in their final game of 2022 on New Year's Eve. The team then continued their winning ways into this beautiful month of January, and they have been on a beginning of a win streak, I guess you could say, with two straight wins. The first of those two wins came this past Saturday, January 21st, at Trinity Christian in Palis Heights, Illinois. In that game against Trinity Christian, the Bees won 75-68 against the Trolls. For the Bees, Janie Prestigard led the scoring of the team and of the starting five with 22 points. Prestigard also had 12 rebounds, two assists, a steal, and two blocks in this game. Abby Walter put up 16 points, Caitlin Thole put up 14, and then Anna Plummer put up 11 in the starting five. So four of five starters for this women's basketball team reached double digits in points. Caitlin Brunson was the fifth starter of this game for the women's basketball team at St. Ambrose. She put up five points. On the bench, Caroline Cool led scores with five points followed up by Ali Gover putting up two. Olivia Harder and Haley Kozilek both put up zero points in their time on the court, but they did impact the game when it came to having a steal apiece. Overall, the Bees shot 49.2% from the field, 38.5% from beyond the arc, and then 52.6% from the charity stripe, a.k.a. the free throw line in this game. 
out of after that game against Trinity Christian, the Bees went and faced Cardinal Stritch at Pinella Court in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in which the Bees won by a dominating score of 63 to 49. In this game, the leading scorer was once again Janie Prestigard with 17 points, 8 rebounds, an assist, and a whopping 4 blocks. Abby Walter put up 14, and Caitlin Thole put up 10, so 3 of 5 starters put up double digits once again. Anna Plummer also added 6 points to the starting 5, and Caitlin Brunson put in 2. Ellie Gobert led scores off the bench with 7 points in her 23 minutes of play. She also added an assist. Haley Kozielik put up 4 points in this game, Olivia Harder 3, and Caroline Cool 0. Now, I will say, in this game, the B shot 45% from the field, 18% from beyond the arc, and 41% from the cherry stripe. So not as great of shooting as the previous game in Payless Heights, Illinois, against the Trolls of Trinity Christian. But this B's team has been winning a lot of games by dominating scores. I mean, again, it was 75-68 to against Trinity Christian, 63-49, to against Cardinal Stritch, but then just some of these other games. You know, Trinity Christian came to St. Ambrose on January 5th. The Bees win that game by 31 points, 67-36. They beat Roosevelt on the road, 85-74. to So a lot of these games that the Bees are winning have been double-digit wins or just about at the double-digit win point. So this team has definitely turned it around from their early season struggles but this is a team that I think has a very good chance to close out their regular season on a high note. Um, another high note for individuals is Janie Prestigard. Against Cardinal Stritch, Prestigard surpassed the 1,000 career point mark at St. Ambrose. Um, that is just an unbelievable accomplishment. Anytime for any sport, you can reach the 1,000 points mark, especially for basketball is unbelievable. No, to me, I think that's almost like saying that you hit above 300 in baseball or as the starting quarterback of a football team, let's just say, you only lost once in your four years at St. Ambrose. So, you know, it's just one of those things that it's a spectacular accomplishment. I'm sure the next time that the Bees are home, they will do something for her, which would be February 1st, next Wednesday. So it will be definitely interesting to see how, you know, Prestigar keeps up her strong season. She's been really the leader of this Bees team, probably the biggest name on this Bees team. So if she can continue to have success and she can help feed the ball to her teammates, which she does so well, she collects rebounds so well, I think that this Bees team can have great success. Their next game will be played this Saturday, January 28th at 1 o'clock p.m. against Calumet. In Whiting, Indiana, that should be a great game. Calumet, a very strong opponent that the Bees will go up against. The last time these two did play, though, it was a whopping win, 81-40 to for the Bees. So we'll have to see if that score you know, stays the same or if Calumet's going to have a great answer. Another thing about this women's team, a lot of their losses have been very, very tough losses. Um, two of those losses come against Olivet Nazarene, both at Olivet and at home. The first time these two teams played uh, was November 16th in Bourbonnais, Illinois, against Olivet. 
and the Bees lost that one by a whopping score of 115-107. to And then the Bees recently lost to Olivet again on January 11th in overtime this time, 103-100. to So very high-scoring games that these Bees women's team have been playing in. And again, just a lot of these losses have been close, and they've been games that the Bees can win. So if they can turn around and win some of those close games when it comes to the late games like that, especially in this late conference season, we'll have to see what that does for them. 10-4, a very good conference record. So I'm very interested to see how they close out the rest of their season. I'll have a lot more basketball talk for both the women's and men's teams throughout the semester here at St. Ambrose until their season ends. But I I am very excited. Um, We do plan on broadcasting some more of their games for the men's and women's teams. I'll have a little bit more on that information at the end of the show, though. The next sport I have to talk about is the men's basketball team. And unlike the women's team, the men's team seems to have their season in complete and utter shambles. The team has gone 1-6 so far in the month of January. Their last win was on January 4th, and that win came against the Governor State Jaguars by a score of 77-64. to Since then, the Bees hit a bit of a roadblock on a six-game losing streak. Um, one of those games was January 21st, so last Saturday, in an 82-73 to loss against Trinity Christian. For that game, the leading scorer was the center, Andrew Morrissey, with 29 points. Will Spriggs also had 20. Those were the only two starters to hit double digits. Grant Mason in his 16 minutes had 0 points. Jake Freel in his 33 minutes had 9. And Kieran Farrell put up 3 points in his 28. So not great out of the starting 5. Nikola Zelanovic had 10 points off the bench. He was the only bench player to hit double digits. The B shot 38% from the field, 28% from beyond the arc, but a good 86% from the charity stripe. Then the Bees traveled with the women's team to Milwaukee, Wisconsin this past Wednesday, a.k.a. yesterday, in an 88-79 loss to Cardinal Stritch. In that game, Jake Friel put up 24 points, Andrew Morrissey put up 13, Will Spriggs put up 12. Those were the three players in the starting five to hit double digits. In fact, they were the only three players on the whole team to hit double digits and points. Grant Mason put up six points, and Kieran Farrell wrapped up the starting five with five points. Javon Jones had five points, as well as Ignacio DeCunda. Those guys both had five points off the bench. They led the bench in scoring. But again, it was only 54% from the field, 43% from beyond the arc, and 73% from the charity stripe. So this team is in shambles. I mean, they just gave Cardinal Stretch their first win of the season for the men's basketball program there. So this is definitely something that it's a bit late to really have a good turnaround and finish the season strong, but they're going to have to figure out something. I mean, this was a team that was supposed to be okay. Um, You know, I don't think that – I think a lot of people had some high expectations for them. Some others had, you know, average expectations. But they've been – underperforming I what I would say is way worse than people could have even imagined. I mean, I wouldn't imagine St. Ambrose's team this year going 3 and 14 um and then 2 and 11 in the conference so far. So, this is definitely something that 
the bees need to work on. I mean, I think the biggest question is what needs to change, you know, whether it be the players on the court, um, you know, if they just have, you know, if, if something just needs to be a little bit changed up or tweaked, if the game planning by the coaching staff and the players needs to change, um, you know, whether it be more film watching, whatever, whatever it needs to be, I feel like there does need to be some sort of a change for this men's basketball team. Because even when you look at the home away neutral breakdowns, the bees are three and six at home, which is not great by any means. But then they are zero and eight on the road, and I mean, I, I've you got to win those away games. I know it's tougher to win on the road, but you can't go zero and eight. They definitely need to bounce back and have a strong win um, this Saturday against Calumet. Their game is played right after the women's team at three o'clock p.m. in Whiting, Indiana, against Calumet. And then they come home again for a two-game stint. Again, I'll have a little bit more on those two home games because I believe, you know, in talks with some people around KLA, I believe that we plan on broadcasting those. So I'll have a little bit more on that at the end of the episode. But something is definitely going to need to change for this men's basketball team. Um, not exactly sure what it is, but I hope they can figure it out soon. And I hope that the team can have you know, some good success to close out the season and at least get close to the 500 mark. It kind of seems like a tough ask to have right now, but, you know, it's just something that when you have a coach like Gray Shevlin, who is a legend at St. Ambrose, not even only in basketball, I just feel like when you hear St. Ambrose sports, your mind goes to Ray Shevlin. He's in his 40th season as the head basketball coach here. He surpassed 700 wins in his career last season. So it almost feels like, you know, his his legacy might be taking a little bit of a hit this season, but you also can't blame the coach because he can't be on the court and playing. And it just stinks because, you know, this is, you know, I'm, and by the way, I'm taking no shots on Coach Ray here. Coach Ray is one of my favorite coaches that I've ever had the chance to talk to at St. Ambrose. He's just so nice to us, a great friend of KALA. Always comes up and says hi when I see him around campus. So, I mean, I just... I feel bad for the players, but I also feel bad for Coach Ray because I know how much he cares about this men's team and all of his other men's teams, and I know he wants success for these guys just as bad as I do and just as bad as the players want it. So the next sport I have to talk about is men's volleyball, and this is actually the inaugural episode for men's volleyball. I don't think I've ever talked about them before on Schistel Speak Sports. The team went 10-17 and 17 last season, so not a great season for St. Ambrose men's volleyball last year, but they have high hopes and good expectations set for themselves by both the team and the fans going into this season. The men's volleyball team actually opens up their season tonight against Viterbo in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Their opening match is set to be underway at 7 o'clock p.m. tonight. Again, that is against Viterbo in La Crosse, Wisconsin at the R.W. Beggs Senior Gymnasium at 7 o'clock p.m. So good luck to the men's volleyball team. Uh, I will have scores and updates for them in next week's episode. But I am excited. Um, I, I'm going to be completely honest. Coming into college, I was never the biggest fan of volleyball. Um, I went to an all-men's school, and volleyball just was not that big of a sport there. But... I kind of started watching college volleyball when I first got to St. Ambrose, and I will say I have taken a big liking to it. I think it's one of the most exhilarating sports to watch here, just how fast-paced that both the men's and women's teams 
play, um, the amount of just immense power that both teams take on. But especially this men's team, um, I went to a men's volleyball match when I was still in high school with some friends, and uh, my friend's dad took us. And I will say I've kind of taken a liking to it ever really since then when I saw how well you know college volleyball was played. And that was a D1 level. I came here not really expecting the Division One type of level, but I feel like you can almost get it with some teams, both at St. Ambrose and teams at St. Ambrose plays. So I'm very excited to watch this men's team and just see how they progress throughout their season. Um, after tonight's game against Viterbo, the Bees will go to Mount Mercy on Friday, January 27th, to take on that program at 7 o'clock p.m., and then the Bees will return home on Saturday, January 28th at 5 o'clock p.m. That game will also be against Mount Mercy from Lee Loman Arena. Then the Bees close out the month of January next Tuesday, January 31st at 7 o'clock p.m. against the Trinity International Trojans, once again from Lee Loman Arena at 7 o'clock p.m. So four matches that this Bees team will play in the men's volleyball season in the month of January. Uh, let's see how they start. I mean, they could start 4-0, and it'd be a great start to the season, especially considering Trinity International is the first conference opponent. It's all just a matter of time that kicks off tonight. Beast fans, that's going to do it for the first half of Schistel Speak Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Coming up after this short halftime break, I'll be back to talk about the track and field teams and then the lacrosse programs. I'll also share some sports info on the KALA front. Don't touch that dial because you're listening to Schistel Speak Sports on KALA HD2 106.1, your exclusive home for St. Ambrose Sports on the air. Every weekday in Topeka, third grader Linda Brown had to leave home at 7.40 a.m. to get to school by 9. She had to walk all the way across town through a railroad yard just to get there. And this infuriated her father, Oliver Brown, since another school, Sumner, was right in the neighborhood. But Linda was black, and the Sumner school was white. Oliver Brown tried in vain to register his daughter at the segregated school. He was frustrated time and again. But he was a man on a mission fueled by his faith in the Bill of Rights. He took his case all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, where Brown versus the Board of Education became a civil rights landmark. On July 10, 1954, Chief Justice Earl Warren ruled that in public education, separate but equal, has no place. Freedom has a name, the Bill of Rights, a public service announcement of this station and the American Bar Association. Now, when the baby is fussy, it could mean that she's hungry or wet or she may need to be birthed. <laughs> I can't believe how much there's to learn about being a new mother. Or maybe she's just tired. Let's put her down for a nice nap right here in her tummy. Oh, no, Ma. She needs to sleep on her back. Well, maybe at night, but this is just a little nap. But we read that you always put babies to sleep on their backs. There's less chance of crib death. They call it SIDS, or Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. The crib also has a firm mattress, and there's no loose bedding or stuffed toys in there. We want to do everything we can to keep her safe. I guess you do know a thing or two about being a mother. 
How about that? Babies sleep safest on their backs, both at naptime and nighttime. Always put your baby on his or her back to sleep to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome. For more information, call 1-800-505-CRIB. That's 1-800-505-CRIB. This message is from the Department of Health and Human Services and the women in the NAACP. Fridays at 6 p.m. on KALA, it's the Rewind, Classic Soul and R&B with David Baker from Motown. To getting down with the sounds of staff. To the boogie sound that is Philadelphia. To the sounds of funk. Beyond. What you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the group. It's the Rewind, classic soul and RB. Fridays beginning at 6 p.m. with a rebroadcast of Friday's show, Saturdays at 10 p.m. And you can only find the Rewind in one spot. KALA 88.5 FM. Listen to these tracks. Your station for St. Andrews University Sports, KLA HD2, Davenport, Quad Cities. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ryan Schistel, live from the studios of KALA HD2 106.1 FM here on the campus of St. Ambrose University. This is the second portion of tonight's edition of Schistel Speaks Sports. It was basketball and volleyball talk in the first half, so let's talk SAU track and field mixed in with a little lacrosse. Starting off with track and field, both the men's and women's track and field teams have had phenomenal seasons for the Bees. They've been placing well in all their meets so far this season, and they enter tonight's episode ranked 21st in the United States Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association, or the USTFCCCA. And let me tell you, that is a mouthful to try to say on air. This is the first week of rankings for the NAIA's track and field seasons. And, you know, 21st is pretty good for the Bees. Um, I feel like they definitely have room for improvement, and I think that they will find that improvement. Going along with the team rank of 21st, throwers Anna Miller and Mick... I'm sorry, excuse me. Anna Miller and Mick Shalananik were named the CCAC Field Athletes of the Week, so... If you're having field athletes of the week for the throwing team and stuff like that for the SAU teams in track and field, you know, it, it shows that there is going to be very strong competition, but the Bees can get the best of that competition in both the men's and women's team sports. Track and the running has been going well for the Bees as well. Uh, a lot of first-place finishers. Um, but a lot more just podium finishers in general, and that's exactly what the Bees want in their seasons. So it's going to be very nice to see how the Bees, you know, progress from here and their already strong seasons. 
in the last meet that the bees competed in that you know has a team score the men's team placed second in the battle in the hive the women's team took second as well in that meet both teams will be competing this weekend in the fighting bee invite tomorrow's competitions start at 3:30 p.m. and those are mainly for those who compete in multiple events and then action will start at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. The meet will take place in the Wellness and Recreation Center on campus of St. Ambrose University. So if you are a big track and field fan, don't be afraid to come out and support the Fighting Bees as they take on their opponents from a lot of different schools. I've heard this is going to be one of the bigger meets when it comes to just personnel per team. So the Bees are going to need all the support they can get. Now, the final sport I have to talk about is lacrosse, and both the men's and women's lacrosse teams are looking to kick off their season in the upcoming weeks. The men's team will play their first game next Friday, February 10th, and that game will be played at Cumberland's University against Reinhardt at 1 o'clock p.m. Again, that's next Friday. Then the Bees will take on Cumberland's at 3.30 p.m., and that game will be played on February 12th, which is Sunday. The Bees will then take on Indiana Tech at 11 a.m. on Wednesday, February 22nd. And then the Bees will wrap up their February against Taylor at a time that is not exactly known for sure. Uh, that will be on February 23rd at Grand Park. So the Bees don't actually have a you know, home game um, at the... St. Vincent's Athletic Complex for a while to start off their season. But when they do come home, I'm sure St. Vincent's will be rocking because, you know, that's that's exactly where the Bees had so much success on the men's side of things last season. For the women's team, they will be starting their season on the 24th of February with a home contest against Midland University. Uh, that game will be played at the St. Vincent's Athletic Complex, just a few blocks off campus of St. Ambrose University. And I'll have more on both teams in the coming weeks. But what I can say right now is both teams are looking to repeat the success that they had last season. For the men's team, they were ranked number one in the nation. They made it to the national tournament where they did get knocked out. You know, they didn't win the national tournament, but they played very good lacrosse and it was really fun to watch. The women's team last year had a great season. They got knocked out of the conference tournament, thought maybe they'd have a chance to still get a at-large bid into the national tournament, just fell short, but it was a really strong season. Um, I went to a lot of lacrosse games last year for both the men's and women's teams, helped Duke Schneider shoot film while he was still at St. Ambrose. He's since retired, but, you know, just lacrosse is really fun, and both teams get great support from students, parents, and just other fans in the community. Um, I didn't realize how big of a thing lacrosse was here at St. Ambrose until I got here, and I can say that it's probably one of the most fun sports I've gotten to go to as a fan. I would love to, before I graduate, you know, maybe call one of the games for either team because I think it'd be challenging to call with how fast-paced everybody moves, but I think it would be fun to call. So before, you know, concluding this show, um, just a few announcements. KALA plans on getting back to our sports broadcasts soon. As of right now, I've been talking with not only our athletics department, 
but my boss David Baker and some of our other sportscasters like Luke Vera and David Meyer as to games we want to do. Um, we have been looking at the basketball games on February 1st, February 4th, and February 18th, as well as the conference tournaments if those games are played at home. After the basketball season, I would say look out for some baseball broadcasts and maybe even some softball or lacrosse broadcasts if we're able to do them. And, you know, weather permitting, we did one ba- one baseball broadcast last year. It was just extremely hard with weather conditions in the Midwest. I mean, everybody pretty much knows about it, how just confusing the weather can be. And so, you know, weather permitting, um, I'd love to get out there and do a lot more baseball games. It's one of my favorite sports to call. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to see what goes on there, but definitely get ready for some broadcasts starting up soon for KALA. Um for more check out and follow KALA on Facebook and Instagram for updates on those broadcasts. I'm normally the one in charge of putting out all of our game day stuff, so if you see it just know it was me that made it, so don't criticize too too hard, please. And then, you know, just be ready because I'm sure I'll be doing the games with, you know, the other two guys, like I said. So it'll it'll be fun. I'm very excited to close out this school year. Obviously, we just started the semester, but I'm excited to get these sports broadcasts rolling again because I, I definitely feel comfortable behind the mic with the headset on. Some could even say a little bit more comfortable than doing a radio show, but we'll have to see. I mean, you know, I've I've loved doing this radio show. It's it's kind of crazy to me because I was thinking back and this show started in the spring semester of my freshman year last year. I'm only a sophomore and it really just started out as a March Madness show. And once March, once March Madness was over, I knew I didn't just want to quit it because I was having so much fun with it. I talked to my boss and he was the one that said, Hey, why don't you do a St. Ambrose sports show? And I said, great idea. Um, and I've loved doing it. I've, I've just had so much fun, and so with that, I want to say thank you to everybody who has tuned in tonight and in the past. It does mean a lot to me, um, but that's going to do it for the first Schistel Speak Sports of 2023. This episode and past episodes of Schistel Speak Sports can be found on different streaming services like Spotify. Just look up Schistel Speak Sports or KALA. Schistel is spelled S C H. I-E-S-T-E-L. Again, that is S-C-H-I-E-S-T-E-L Speaks Sports. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and I'll be back on air next Thursday. This has been Schistel Speaks Sports on KALA HD2 106.1, and I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Like always, go Bees. You broke my will, but what a thrill. And I'm never graced a great ball to fight. I let you love what I thought it was funny. You came along and you blew my honey. I've changed my mind, this world is fine. And it's a great ball to fight. Kiss me.